Ashley Biden, Hunter's sister, owes just over $5,000 in income taxes dating back to 2015. The New York Post editorial board is calling out the Biden family for appearing to believe that they are above the law. Here's a quote. It is beyond disturbing to note that she simply feels like the law does not apply to her. Just like Hunter, indeed, given how intermingled Biden family finances are, she could likely take five grand out of what amounts to Biden Inc.'s petty cash drawer. Tammy Bruce, you had a different take. Well, it seems like other people or other countries pay things for the Bidens. I think you get used to that. So I was wondering why China didn't just pay it. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like $5,000. And this is, there's a lot of people who you need to pay your taxes and payments. Something happens. Life, you know, comes fast at you. So that's not the issue. This is for years, her state taxes. Now I begin to wonder about her federal taxes. But, and so the state had to put a lien on her. And that either means money coming out of a paycheck or whatever. But there seems to be this lackadaisical attitude about paying taxes and having some responsibilities and maybe there's no repercussions but yeah it's a shame it's a shame Unless you're a Biden. That's what he kept saying. Yeah. Pay your fair share. Yeah. That's creepy. Stop it. It is creepy. <laughs> it's because he's creepy. He is creepy. No but doubt about anyway. that. Anyway. Yeah, so how are you doing over there's there? There's only pay your fair share if it's, you know, us peons. <laughs> we have to pay our fair share. Well, we do. And we have to pay it, you know, on a regular basis. So anyway. So it's Wednesday and I can't find my button. So <laughs> guess what day it is, Janet? <laughs> Oh, Lord. It's hump day! <laughs> There's my sound effect. Somebody's oh, messing with my... Is, is Trey coming in at night and just it just screwing with my my buttons? Maybe. Don't mess with my buttons, son. <laughs> mark, 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 mark. What day is it, Mark? <laughs> J- 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 Janet, guess what today is? J- 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 Janet, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Guess what day I found the good one too. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Oh wow! It's so long. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Janet? Guess what today is? Today is. Oh, today is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And not a moment oh, too soon. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Are you Just ready? a few days away. I know. I know. Are you what, ready was, for it? I, I think so. You think so? I think so. Yeah. All right. I've dropped uh, three ounces. You and Winston. I've dropped three you're, ounces. You're, going, you're approaching your, your weight loss like I'm, my Yorkie. I'm ready <laughs> for that. five-pound Yorkie. That extra cookie I'm going to have. Okay. All, right. All I've right. tried not to. Uh, Janet, I've really, really tried not to indulge. But I dang it so hard. You know, I even even through uh, Thanksgiving, I did lose two pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I'm just trying to maintain. Right. I just want to maintain through the holidays, right? Because there's a, you know, there's a lot of roadblocks oh, out there. Well, I, I just bought the stuff for tiramisu and cheesecake <laughs> oh, yesterday. Geez. See, I didn't believe this for the longest time that you know we're well. I knew we were hunter and gatherers. I, I get mm-hmm. that part because you know they didn't have you know FNL market back you know two thousand right. years ago. But I didn't believe the whole thing how. We have um, continued, not 
evolved, but we've continued like our ancestors, that our bodies were designed to put on weight for the winter. Hold on. Uh, Mark, you should, put, oh, you should put Janet's voice in that mix. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe the thing wasn't no, on when I, I saw no, that I've got, I was I, like, oh, no. I've got her button pushed, <laughs> and I'm going to try to push her buttons this morning. Look, but I, you know, I, I didn't believe it, but now I believe it. Right. I believe that are, there's something in us. Almost like a, a shepherd, uh, you know, the dogs that, that, you know, help with the flocks. It's kind of inbred. It's mm-hmm. in, in them. I think it's in us to pack on the pounds at winter because we know well, it, extra weight keeps and, us warmer. And that's been, that's been. And I'm, all I'm doing is what my ancestors did. They, they had people like Janet Rose who cooked all day, <laughs> maybe two days to make some amazing stew. Right. And then we ate for three days. <laughs> right. Well, that was it. Without you had stopping. To, you, had to, you had to pile it on while you could. Because right. you might go long stretches right. without any food at all. Yeah. So and I think that's why intermittent fasting works. I think that's how our bodies are supposed to work. I yeah. really do. Well, but, And then anyway. instead of watching football, <clears throat> we watched pterodactyls eat other high, well, large creatures. Or you had to be chasing something so you could eat again. Right, right. That's exactly. why. Yeah. All right. Here's your thought of the day. Let's yeah. get to it. Um, be like a postage stamp. Mm. Stick to a thing until you get there. Man. I like that's that one. Good. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. 434-248-0704. That's our text number. Play along with our Mind Jam trivia, if you would. On this day in 1812, Grimm's Fairy Tales or Children's and Household Tales by Jacob Grimm and Wilhelm Grimm is first published. Hansel and Gretel was originally titled The Little Brother and the Little Sister. Do you hmm. know why they changed it? Hmm. Good question. Do you know why? Text us and we'll have the answer coming up. Hansel and Gretel, Little Brother, Little Sister. On this day in history, in 1946, the Christmas classic It's a Wonderful Life, directed by Frank Capra, starring James Stewart, Donna Reed, and Lionel Barrymore premieres in New York. Clarence! Clarence! Help me, Clarence! Get me back! Get me back! I don't care what happens to me! Get me back to my wife and kids! Help me, Clarence, please! Please! I want to live again! I want to live again! I want to live again! Please, God, let me live again. That's yeah, <laughs> that's right. I lo- I've actually prayed that prayer. You know, let me live, Lord, because after having heart surgery, I've had oh, some, yeah, a few yeah. issues. I said, Lord, please just give me another day. Let me live. And he has. Yeah, and, and he has. lived it well. So during that part of your your performance. Oh, on the radio <sighs> show? Yeah. Was, I assume your husband was making that oh, sound yeah. effect. And then he had the. Yep. Because yep. now he's back. Right. And then he went. Bedford Falls. Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. Yeah, that's it. Yes, that's right. So good. Uh, 1957, on this day in history, Elvis Presley receives his draft notice to join the U.S. Army for national service, and young women's hearts around the world were breaking. Elvis, do the other soldiers give you a rough time because you're famous? No, sir. I was very surprised. Uh, I've never met a, a, a better group of boys in my life. They... They probably would have if it had been like everybody thought. I mean, everybody thought I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have to work and I would uh, be given special treatment and this and that. But when they looked around and saw I was, I was on KP and I was pulling guard and everything just like they were, well, they figured, well, he's just like us. 
Except mm-hmm. he's got all the women of the world after him. That right. was the only difference. <laughs> and really good hair <laughs> that they all shaped off. That's right. Uh, on this day in 2007, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II becomes the oldest ever monarch in the UK, surpassing even Queen Victoria. She lived for 81 years, 7 months, and 29 days. In 63 years, 216 days on the job, you learn a thing or two about how to do it. And if you're a small person whose purpose is to be seen, wear bright colors, a big hat, and smile a lot. And if you're a queen who's supposed to be above politics, above all, say almost nothing. The queen doesn't only understand the job. Royal author Robert Hardman says she defined it. She sure did. Mm -hmm. Such dignity. And then she could cut up. She could have some fun with it. Of course, well, the cameras weren't rolling. Well, we played that commercial that she did with Paddington Bear. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, for the Jubilee, and mm-hmm. she was she was so sweet. Absolutely. In that. All right. Um, how about some birthdays? There's yeah. quite a few today. How about uh, some kisses? Yeah, Peter, kisses from Chris's. Uh, Peter Chris is turning 78. Would you ever consider going back with kids <laughs> under any circumstances? I would if Ace would. How, how do you like that one? Pretty heavy, huh? If the four of us sat in a room without all the BS, I mean, like we used to do, and it was really democratic that we had votes and everybody had a right to say this and that, I would think about it. Sure, I would. Absolutely. My heart will always be there. I, I can't say. You know, the best of my years I gave to this band. Uh, why wouldn't I do it again? And then he goes on to say, I really love those guys. Hmm. You know, so they had uh, quite you, a run. You don't, uh, You don't work with people that long if you don't love them at least to some degree well that's why i love you rose ah that's right <laughs> just don't go crazy on me <laughs> otherwise i'll have to go exactly our next birthday yeah producer dick, dick wolf of the law and order franchise he made that universally known doesn't matter what language it is if mm. that thing goes off you know yep uh he's turning 77 today yeah, there you go this next one's interesting it's a little bit long but it's worth the ride uh jonah hill uh, actor turning 40 he had a uh, we had a long encounter uh, he's being interviewed on graham norton's show that uh, he was working with a, a certain actor and there was a scene that lasted 10 minutes them driving in a, in a car and they and they drove for three days in that car that's how long it took to film 10 minutes i uh, did a film with morgan freeman it was a really small film and the first 10 pages or 10 minutes of the film are us two just <clears throat> driving together in a car and talking and it took three days to shoot and uh he didn't talk to me the entire time like in between takes right because he had so much dialogue i learned later right and then at the end of the third day he just turns to me and he goes jonah jonah babona banana fana fofona me ma momona jonah that's it like super uncomfortable i didn't know what to say <laughs> it was one of the more weird moments of my life and who was it it was morgan freeman oh and he was he had he said he had a lot of lines in the movie and he was apparently concentrating on those lines in between takes right because and i just listened to a podcast shocker mm-hmm. uh recently <laughs> about bonfire of the vanities of course he played the judge in bonfire of the mm-hmm. vanities and he had a very short window and and he he could be like that then because Typically, he would have a stage production and a film production going, going at the, at the same, same time. time. Wow. Because he, he loves theater. And what is it he, with you uh, actors? You got a radio gig. You, got, you feed got, your family in whole half of Amherst County, <laughs> and then you're doing two shows. Because I don't know. you love it. Yeah, I know. Because you just I know. you love it, and you can't help it. But, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I I can't imagine that he would be he would be rude. I would love to have dinner with Morgan Freeman, especially after that um, podcast that I listened to. He's yeah. just a very curious person yeah. and just full of great conversation, evidently. Yeah. So, Absolutely. all right, um, actor Tommy Cole is having a birthday today. He's turning eighty-two. He switched gears after the Mickey Mouse Club actually became success- they usually do. successful, though, in a good way. In 1975 and 1977, Tommy was nominated for Emmy Awards in makeup design and finally won the Emmy in this category in 1979. Tommy is the only Mouseketeer to win a prominent show business award. After his win, he was nominated for the Makeup Emmy several more times, most recently in 2000. He, you know, he became a makeup artist hmm. and became very good at it. You know, some of the other Mickey Mouse Club, you know, members, they just, they, some of them did some good things. I mean, I think of... Uh, and then there's her? Brittany. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them ended up on Skid Row in Vegas, you know, but... Uh, no, he did very well. Yeah. Also having a birthday today is Alan Parsons. He's turning 75. Alan Parsons Project. I am that every time alan calls <laughs> sometimes some hey let's, days. let's ring the bell how about this one all right singer anita ward i uh, pretty much a one-hit wonder anytime I mean, anywhere yeah that was a big disco hit though yeah. Sometimes I put on the disco channel. Do you really? When I'm uh, when I'm cleaning the kitchen, oh, did yeah. it yesterday. Okay. What the dogs? So glad I don't have security cameras. <laughs> I was imagine the dogs are going. She's doing it again. Are we playing? Are we playing? What are we doing? They just run back and forth. Right, right. <laughs> back and forth. They're part of your disco backup. You know. That's right. Dancers there. Yeah. Okay. Back to our mind jam trivia. On this day in 1812, Grimm's fairy tales or children's. And Household Tales by Jacob Grimm and Wilhelm Grimm is first published. Hansel and Gretel was originally titled Little Brother and Little Little Sister. <clears throat> I'm getting choked up over here. Wow. Little Brother and Little Sister. Do you know why they changed it? Hmm. I have no idea. Well, uh, we're going to give the answer. We'll have the answer coming okay. up. Not an easy question, but it's an interesting answer. Okay. Drummer Bobby Colombi. Colombi. Colombi? Hmm. Call him by. Yeah, Bobby. His name's Bobby. He's the drummer for Blood, Sweat, and Tears, turning 79 today. Just let me go naturally. And when I die, and when I'm dead, dead and gone, there'll be. In a world to carry on, to carry on, yeah. 
It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Talk Radio. You're listening to Janet and Mark. More of the uh, Alan Parsons project. They just had a unique sound. I just, I could go to sleep. Yeah, they had their own had their own thing. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, it's called Time. Huh. Going like a river, of course, on and on. Some the of their sea. songs went on and on. Uh, <laughs> well, they it were was back when you could do that. Yeah, they they weren't the three thirty like Billy Joel sang about. That's right. Um, you know, keep it under three thirty five. I think was the line, wasn't it? If you're going to have a hit, you got to make it fit. So you cut it down to three oh five. Three oh five. That's the line. So it's not even three thirty five. You got to cut thirty off the. That's right. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, then you had groups like this and Chicago, yeah. and yeah. and then they would do, and even Marvin Gaye. I mean, he, yeah. he had a song so long they had to have part one, part, part two, two right. uh, even. So <laughs> here's that. All right, our uh, question, mm-hmm. our mind jam trivia had to do with the Grimm's fairy tales that was published first on this day in 1812. Yeah, and we've got um, hmm, Hansel and Gretel was originally titled Little Brother and Little Sister, and we're wondering why that is, Janet. Well. Uh, apparently, the Grimms lived during the unstable time of the Napoleonic Wars, and okay. they wanted to bolster patriotism through German-speaking realm, and they were German, so they tweaked the tales to make them more German. Huh. It was retitled to German names, yeah. and not very surprising, over a century later, um, they uh, uh, people like Hitler really really loved the the grim stories mm-hmm. and decreed it be taught in every german school interesting i know it yeah. is it's kind of fascinating so the the answer was to make the story sound more german yeah well hansel and gretel just flows hansel and gretel yeah mm-hmm. it just flows it does little brother little sister just too much the little brother and the little sister too many syllables okay <laughs> yeah that's the problem <laughs> Oh, Lordy. So many headlines. Oh, my gosh. I'm, you and I rarely text unless something big's happening. And yeah, you, talk about pushing my buttons. Yeah, <laughs> Colorado's doing it. We're trying to shut it down for the evening and the breaking news of Trump being taken off the ballot in Colorado. It's going to the Supreme Court. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. It's the uh, 14th Amendment, third section three or whatever. And they're trying to make it do something i don't think it was intended for so that's what the supreme court's going to decide well this has always been the end game with yeah. all this yeah. nonsense they're doing yeah this is one of the the first and if this is successful to, yeah. several states will follow mm-hmm. Be- and and it's not it's not because they want trump off the ballot i know that sounds kind of silly but people can throw things into the legal system a wrench so mm-hmm. to speak and, and then the states have to fight it out. And then you've gummed up the whole primary process. Which is exactly what they're trying to do. So so we'll see if they're successful. Uh, 20 shots fired in South Boston, uh, leaving the resident of, uh, what, of the home injured and some vehicles damaged. We'll have that story coming up for you. Okay. Senior Hamas leader confesses the terror group hides in hospitals within Gaza. Well, gee golly wow, we've known that. Even before Forever. the October seventh right. thing, but uh, he's he's admitting it at least. Their so, general mo. Yeah, so I I have to give him credit for at least admitting it. Hmm. So. Okay, a couple of fires taking place, uh, including one in Vinton where six individuals managed to escape, and then there was another 
uh, house fire on Holly Tree Drive, and that displaced one after a household there in Roanoke County. Right. So you know, I have people in New York and California that I that I care about. But if those two states just kind of fell off into the ocean, it would not bother me as long as my people got out. Because now New York is following California's lead. Governor Kathy Hochul passes bill allowing a task force for reparations. Because that didn't work in California, so let's bring that chaos to New York. Really? Yeah. You don't have enough to deal with? No. Okay. So... Well, it's her bed. Yeah. She's going to have to sleep in it. Yeah. We'll see how that so, goes. We'll see how long it takes for them to figure and out. And you know it's we just can't all optics. It's all it optics. It is. It's, it's all. Look, look, if you're an African-American, look what the Democrat Party has done for you the last 50 years. But see, this is it. Nothing. This is it. They know that, that, that um, there are some black people, Democrats, who mm-hmm. are waking up. Right. to this and they are going to throw anything yeah. they can at it to well, try to get that yeah. back they're so terrified yeah, of losing are. those votes mm-hmm. we really meant it here we're going to give you reparations mm-hmm. yeah we're going oh, to but not really we're gonna have to figure out the dna thing because you know there's different people in well, your bloodline and you know and, when you know when they'll say that after the election right right yeah right exactly it is 631 cbs news up next WDBJ7 has some news for you as well. CBS News Brief. The Colorado. And currently in Roanoke, 24 degrees. Lynchburg has 21, as does Danville this morning. Wife said, wear something warm this morning. I came in layers. Now mm-hmm. it's time to lay down and take a nap. Well, if I only had some donuts. <laughs> time to make the donuts. I'm just saying. 20 shots were fired in South Boston. Uh, they're investigating a, a shooting from Monday night where cartridges were found after a man was injured by the gunfire. Uh, they say around 9 p.m. on December 18th, officers responded to the reports of multiple gunshots fired on Easley Street. Officers arrived on the scene to find approximately 20 pistol cartridge casings mm-hmm. in the roadway, multiple bullet holes to the residents. During the gunfire, two vehicles were also damaged. Police said one person at the home was hit in the leg by a bullet and had to be airlifted to Richmond to receive treatment at the hospital for a non-life-threatening injury. Officers also interviewed the residents of the house where the bullet casings were collected, which police said were fired from a pistol. They thank the Halifax County Sheriff's Office for their help with the case, which is still under investigation. That's scary. It is. Here's a better story. Spreader, not that yours was not good. I'm just saying. I mean, this is more, a more hopeful story. I can handle it. Spreading Christmas cheer, <laughs> one holiday card, at a time, the executive director of a local nonprofit, Sirens and Salutes, Inc., went to the Salem, Virginia Medical Center on Tuesday to pass out Christmas cards to veterans. I make sure I get one in every hand uh, that walks through the door, said executive director Bill Price. He doubles as Santa's helper during December, working to make sure every veteran receives uh, a gift this holiday season. We, ha- we hand out Christmas cards to our veterans. Many children have made these cards at the local elementary schools. Aww. He said we've handed out over 600 holiday cards this month. There's a lot of people that don't even get a card. Not even one, said Bobby Moore, a veteran who's from Buena Vista. Makes us happier up here. A lot, uh, a lot more like Christmas, ain't it, said Bobby's wife, mm-hmm. Linda. So um, good for the kids making them and, and good for... Uh, 
this gentleman, uh, one of Santa's helpers, Bill Price, making sure there's a smile on everybody's face. Officials say there was a fire inside the Walmart in Bedford yesterday. Uh, they say they noticed a ventilation fan on the ceiling was on fire. Mm. Officials evacuated the building. The town of Bedford Police Department called the fire department about the fire. Uh, the officers were at the department for an event and were able to evacuate everyone out of the store before the fire department got there. The fire department arrived and had the fire put out in about 15 minutes. took about two hours to get the smoke out. Mm. So That's always uh, scary. Said there was potential for a more serious fire anytime you have a commercial building like that fire can travel in hidden spaces very quickly Mm -hmm. the store was able to reopen with the exception of the deli produce section because that's where the fire was Mm -hmm. health inspector still has to come out before they can open that area of the store according to officials okay more of uh, santa's helpers on the move this time Santa's Little Blue Helpers give hundreds of toys to children in need. The Danville Police Department gave out those those Christmas toys uh, all day Tuesday, all day yesterday. Santa's Little Blue Helpers began collecting toys for their annual giveaway in October. Once we started our crime reduction and community engagement, we realized there was a need out there in the community, said Sergeant David Ferguson of the Danville Police. We know we saw lots of family in need, and, and we wanted to help uh, you know, help meet that need and, and help fill some of the gap, especially for those those uh, children who look like they weren't going to get a whole lot of anything at Christmas time. So a good way to, uh, you know, get the police force out there. You don't think of them in, in bad ways. These are the guys that came out Christmas presents. Why do they keep saying so mean things about our policemen? All right. That's because they're political hacks. <laughs> they're hacks. They're political hmm. hacks. Okay. They're the Grinch, not the police. I thought all the Grinches were in Colorado. Well, there's some in Colorado for sure. So a lot of uh, backlash in in light of some of these uh, actions taken with Colorado's all-democratic Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, and three of them still voted not to do it. it was four because they're actual judges. Right, right. <laughs> who, take their, who take their jobs seriously. seriously yeah. Uh, and, you know, in our amendments... So, yeah. and so explain, have you, have you looked into exactly what it is about the, this 14th amendment and well, how they're it, twisting that? Okay. How, as I understand it, the 14th amendment w- was born out of the end of the civil war. Okay. So someone in government could not have an, cause there was still a lot of people. There was still a lot of bad blood going on between to, the North and the South to rise up. And, right. Yeah, so okay. that, that was put in there. So there couldn't be an insurrection of sorts okay. and overtake our government after the civil war. It doesn't explicitly address someone that's uh, running for president or was former president or anything like that. So that's, that's where they're trying to kind of put that square peg in a round hole kind of a scenario and the Supreme Court, I'm told, because they have to handle this very carefully because of all the other cases how that are against even, Trump. How can it even be considered? He hasn't been convicted of anything. No, he hasn't. It's What they're doing is they're judging him before any case has been decided. And you're sitting on the Supreme Court of your state. Right. And, and you know, what is it? Innocent until proven guilty. Not in this case. So, well, or in many cases but, for conservatives, there are those people still sitting in jail that were part of the January 6th protest. Still. Which, if you think about it, 
the left has always wanted to refer to as an insurrection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even and, the FBI said it wasn't. Right. They came and concluded in one of their studies yeah. that it wasn't. It was not. So so he's he's being taken off the ballot because of this 14th Amendment, Section 3. It isn't explicit. And here again, that the, the experts are saying that the Supreme Court has to very carefully handle this because if they— if they overreach too much, it could make all these other cases against Trump just go away, which I would love to see because I think it's all kabuki theater. They're just gumming up the works so see, he can't win. Here's the thing. They, they're not even wanting him to run. They don't want the American people to make a choice. When you have this kind of thing going on, this is when people like myself, I, I won't speak for you, um, think if they're this afraid of this guy mm -hmm. and you're going to overreach to that degree maybe we need somebody like this guy well to because yeah to beat back the tyranny because I guess. you you can right mm -hmm. because that's what that's what this is yeah. for sure mm -hmm. no doubt about it yeah i mean the idea that thank goodness it was split if it if it had been yeah. overwhelmingly oh gosh, yeah you know all hope is gone right right for that exactly state. Because we know it's a it's a blue state, but it's also can be won. I, I think maybe Trump won it in 2016, but I have to look on that. But Trump's spokesperson claimed Democrats are in a, a state of paranoia. They are over um, his boss's lead, and they've lost so much faith in the failed Biden pre presidency. Uh, so they had to resort to tossing the Republican frontrunner's name from the ballot. Mm hmm. Yeah, probably. I think Eric Trump came out with a quote: "You're gonna, you're just gonna cause my dad to go five more points up in the polls." Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, similar pending legal actions in Wyoming, West Virginia, South Carolina, Alaska, Texas, Wisconsin, Nevada, Virginia, New Mexico, New Jersey, Oregon, New York, Vermont. Yeah, where um, Trump's fate on the ballot has yet to be. Uh, determined hey look it's not too hard to write in trump <laughs> so right right pretty pretty sure people wouldn't have trouble writing that in mm -hmm. you know and and the polls the polls are you know i mean it's like the polls are real but they're they don't matter in the long run you know i'm thinking of a boxing match between and this is kind of a a, a repeat of a, a of a match maybe a Muhammad Ali and a Joe Frazier coming together again and they can talk all the trash they want right you know they can talk even during the weigh-in where they both sit at the same dais you know and they've got a announcer in between them they can even talk trash and even point the finger but until that bell rings mm -hmm. in that ring it's not a fight until that bell rings and it's not an election until we can start casting votes. But they want to subvert the American people's will to be able to even do that. Former law clerk of for the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas declared the Colorado decision lawfare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard that term a lot lately. I haven't. I've never yeah. heard that term yeah. before. But I'm it's not accurate. Even sure what all it means, but well, because they're using it. It's it's. You're using, you're weaponizing the legal yeah. system. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and we see it, we see it happen in some cases. Usually it's 
you know, lawyers who are married trying to get back to at their spouses or right. the family. You know, you see yeah. that a lot where yeah. they where they try to weaponize against well, them. I've even seen that locally. This is just a high right. This is just a higher level of that. Yeah, sure. Where they're trying to weaponize mm-hmm. uh, the legal system, and a lot of these swing states have democratic well, supreme courts one one even said that as red as alabama is and it is red mm-hmm. some local you know da can throw a wrench into the works to where they could gum it up to where enough that alabama's primary date would come and go and all they have to do is stall just like a lot of these charges against um, hunter biden yeah, they let they they gummed it up so long that the statute of limitations kicked in, which I don't think is right. What I find so fascinating is they're the ones that would say, "Oh, democracy's at oh, stake." Yeah, right. Democracy's, and then they come and do this BS, right? Exactly, which really is a threat that, to that democracy, is a threat. That like is a threat. at the highest level. Sure, I don't know because what goes around comes around. Oh, it's and, coming and, around. And it's, it's it's potentially it's coming gonna, around, gonna, rolling downhill, <laughs> big storms coming. Yeah, and it all stinks. All of it. Yeah. It all stinks, no doubt about it. We'll be back. 646 here on the Morning Jam. You found the right choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. So I got to ask you, that King Cole there, obviously, uh-huh. which version of that? I think this might be my favorite. Um, Maybe because of the nostalgic aspect of it. But. Yeah, Johnny Mathis did a really good version yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I really he's like. A, he's got a great. I really Christmas like. Album. I really like Johnny Mathis's yeah. version mm-hmm. of it. This is a great version too, and they're kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say Mathis, mm-hmm. uh, just because I've been in that kind of mood lately. But gotcha. I mean, love Nat King Cole for sure. Yeah. But starting this song on October the 31st, too early. <laughs> Santa's not on his way. Oh, he's, but he is now. You can't complain now. Well, it's the 20th. Well, five know, days. But he, he's, still, he's still loading the toys. The toys are still being manufactured, especially after COVID. Even the elves were affected. I mean, it takes a while for this stuff to get done. It does. Supply chain even affects Mr. Santa Claus. But anyway. So let me ask you this. Do you get excited when you get a letter in the mail? An actual letter? An actual letter. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I got I a lovely uh, letter yesterday from a former teacher yeah. of mine. Hadn't heard from her for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, a, a, it was really thrilling to, to be able to read and reread yeah. that. Uh, did you know you can actually buy a letter experience where historic figures will write a letter every month to the recipient? What? I know. It's called Letter Joy. Interesting. So you, could, so you can get a letter written to you, 
it's uh it's on parchment paper usually oh, wow. um and it, it has their like their signatures on it so you can get a letter from amelia Earhart or thorgood marshall that would be cool uh abigail adams dwight eisenhower carnegie hmm. uh theodore roosevelt Patton. that's an interesting people have interesting ideas yeah. on on what to but if you have somebody that's a history buff so they probably think that okay. was really cool i have to go back because you and i do so many references to The Office, the yeah. TV show. Yeah. Remember when Ben Franklin was there in yeah. The Office? So <laughs> Not very accurate, but right. okay. <laughs> so you're getting, and, and you you and I have been in these situations, like at Williamsburg, they talk to you like it. Sure, they would, you in know, so they kind Forest. Of, right, so they talk to you or they write you from that kind of perspective, very almost dry and humorless, but uh-huh. very on point. Yes. I, I would like that, yeah. Although... Uh, ben, Some of them are funny. Ben was rather, uh, in the, on the Office episode, Yeah, he was pretty flirty. Yeah, well, he had quite a few girlfriends, I hear, he over, did. overseas. I <laughs> and it was funny because they were calling him out on that right, right. Uh, during the show. The Me Too movement I would just, have been good to him. I just think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a neat It's a neat thing. Yeah. They can get, you can get a letter, memorandum, or telegram from American history, uh, oh, apparently every week. I thought it was every month. So what's this fee? I uh, well that what's I, he or she going to cost me? that I don't know, <laughs> but I think if you have a if you have someone in your life that is kind of into that thing, yeah. Let's see, six months, four months is uh is forty nine dollars. Okay, that gets you twelve. That's not terrible. No, I mean really, uh, a full year, which is would be a letter a week, is mm-hmm. like one seventy five. Okay, six months is ninety nine. Right dollars. So if you gifted somebody mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like yeah it's a little like well i want to get a card from teddy roosevelt i need encouragement i just He's, think it's i think it's an interesting concept i think it'd be a great a great one to um uh, to if, be able to if you have a history nerd yeah but they all look very authentic i mean mm-hmm. it's got like their little logos on it or their little emblems See, want, or whatever i'd want one on parchment i'd want one by way of a telegram you know well it depends on I, on who who you're who, hearing who, from yeah, that right, week? Right. It, it's the yeah. era that they would have sent information. Oh, wait, I it's Amelia. I don't want an email. She probably is sending me a telegram. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Dear Mark, stop. <laughs> Just got a new plane. Stop. Why is she always stopping? Hope it doesn't run out of gas and doesn't stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> That's how they read them. I don't know right, why. Right. I remember. Well, that was well. You just had that done in your play. Doesn't yeah. he do that at the end? Anytime, anytime you read a yes, hee-haw, or yeah, hee-haw, or whatever they did. Yeah, uh, they got a one from Sam Rainwright. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, if you've got a, a history lover, you might want to check it out. That's uh, Letterjoy.com. Like that. if okay. You, if you got you a little history geek. Okay. In the works. Sounds there. like fun. Mm-hmm. So we have Sarah Elder coming up at seven oh six. She is in competition right now. You'll be able to vote for her. She's going to tell us how you can vote for her to maybe put her over the top for a talent competition she's part of. A very delightful and very uh, talented young lady. At 8 o'clock, 8.06, Kurt Eckerson's going to talk to us about staying sober. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or pull over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk to him at 8.06. And then tomorrow, got a couple interviews lined up. I'm uh, going to talk to the folks over at the Rona Blacksburg Airport about travel. And then Julie Wheeler from the Better Business Bureau, she could be our last uh, interview before Christmas, talking about the scam that you uh, brought to our attention yesterday, how people are getting gift cards 
and they're uh, scamming gift cards yeah. in a completely different way now yeah. it's very creative but very deceptive and mm-hmm. it's, it could cost you a lot of money unfortunately in the long run so yeah we'll have julie on sure. tomorrow at 806 so busy busy rest of the week hey uh miss france has crowned a new uh a new winner in in what what contest like the beauty contest? miss france oh, uh, Ma- france, yeah miss france okay. like she's miss france oh she's okay. like the most beautiful woman in france okay uh the 20 year old really a woman it is. It is well, really a woman. Gee golly wow. But the reason they're getting backlash is because her hair's too short. Really? She she's as cute as she can be. Yeah. She's got this little pixie cut. Yeah. I mean, look at her. She looks uh-huh. like Anne Hathaway almost. Yeah. Um, very beautiful girl. The twenty year old has a pixie cut hairstyle and she's the first contestant in the pageant's hundred and three year history not to have long hair. Okay. And social media users are saying the judges were supporting wokeness. Oh, really? By picking Come someone on. with an androgynous look. There's nothing androgynous no, about she's, her. She's beautiful. She's very, very yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you, my daughter has had long hair. My daughter has had short hair. Mm-hmm. And she was gorgeous, whether her hair was long or short. Right. So, um, we're used to seeing beautiful misses with long hair, but I chose an androgynous look with short hair she said following her win no one should be able to dictate who you are every woman is different we are all unique she said good for you girl yeah you shave that hair if you want to that's right she's she's so beautiful and i just think it's so silly people will find a reason to gripe about anything that's what's so bad about social media you better be glad she's got ovaries that's all i'm saying i mean i'm pretty excited about that you know we're actually having a woman up we didn't have a man take over as miss france (laughs) right that's i just think that's interesting i mean i consider that a win because when i saw it (laughs) i thought "Uh uh-oh is this a dude that's miss but it's not right um but she is, she is very trim, mm-hmm. you know, so they, they think she looks a little too androgynous, but I so, think she's beautiful and y'all need to calm down. So, yeah, there you go. She can always grow her hair long. You can't get rid of that ugly that easily. So <laughs> there's that. That's right. At the top of the hour, CBS News is on the way in. Then we have Bill Trefero from the Roanoke News Desk. He'll get you updated on all the things you need to know here in the, uh, the Lynchburg, Roanoke, Southside area. Keep our numbers handy. 434-248-0704 is our text line. And? Our toll-free line. 866-916-3776. Also, Sarah Elder, she just pulled up in the parking lot, just texted me. So we're going to have her in the studio. We're going to talk about her and her competition coming up. Uh, and the, the, the fact that the voting is going to end tonight at 11.59. We'll do that at 7.06.